Alrighty, so this is Devon White, and I'm sitting here with Andy. And um, Andy, I heard you talking earlier about how um, the the importance of like oral history and how a lot of generations have like not passed on a lot of things that should be passed on, um, and how that might be a missing component as far as like educating younger generations about like how things have gone down historically. Well, I think. Passing on history is very important. Um, the, in a sense, the easiest way is to do it orally. Uh, you don't need paper or pencil or any of that. And also, you know, there's a history within the black community when we were in Africa that we had griots. And the griots had the history and they were trained from people were picked out when they were very young uh, to be the griot in training. And so that by the time they got to be adults, they then took over the job when the, when the tribal griot died or whatever else happened. They couldn't carry on or didn't want to carry on that function. And knowing where you come from, what your history is about, how your folks have lived, how your family has lived, I think is critical to know. You know, it has been eye-opening for me that the young people, particularly the young people of color on this bus, uh, have not, uh, did not know anything of really about the civil rights movement. Nothing. I mean, didn't even know much more than Martin Luther King's name. Uh, you know, they've celebrated, but really no one has bothered to really sit down and help them understand and help them understand the other, other people involved. Uh, Many of them have talked about how impactful it's been, both to have done the reading and the, and the videos, but even more on this trip, just to be in the places where some of these things have happened and to hear people talk about them and how impactful that is. So that's, that's why I think it is really important to pass on the history. And so I'm looking on the most convenient way because in this day and time, unless people are extremely poor, most people have a cell phone. And the cell phone is a recording device and it can store and then you can pass that on to others as well as you can find ways to store lots of history about the family because most of us, I know for myself, I don't know a lot about my family. You know, my father did some, some struggle, I mean struggled some to find out but was thwarted because the, the, the information he needed was lost, stolen, whatever, when uh, he got to a plantation in Georgia about four generations back from me, maybe three back from me, and I'm 76 years old. And so, um, and I know I have felt sad when I see other people with their grandparents and their grandparents talking about, about what life was like. It's just fascinating to know and it gives those people a sense of a being and support and all of that. And so I just feel that none of us, if it's all possible, should go through life not knowing uh, from whence we came and giving us a sense of direction as a result of having oral history. Thank you. And like also what 
what would you say, or how would you say oral history has like contributed to your understanding of like who you are, or something that like you you gained from oral history, or like that was passed down to you? Well, my parents talked about oral history as best. I mean, I don't really know whether there was as much understanding about oral history and its importance. Um, as we understand today. I mean, my mother and father told me something about their growing up, but that was pretty much it. They didn't talk much about their grandparents. They told me a little bit about where they thought they came from. Um, a lot more of that information seemed to be sketchy. Um, but it, well, what I did learn, what helped me was still it gave me a sense of, of, of purpose, of place, um, a pride. I mean, pride in my father, who was the first one to go beyond high school in his family. I think he may have been the first one to go even beyond eighth grade in his family. Uh, my mother was a little more fortunate in that, in that her her father and mother seemed to um, have a, a greater sense. Her father uh, owned a restaurant, and she and her sisters went to college. My 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 uncles didn't they went out and worked but um, just having some of that sense um, but it was more of just growing up in the community where I lived grew up and having my parents with their education um, teaching me providing me with information um, I don't know how much oral history except oral history in the larger sense that I have learned about African American all over um, that has given me a great sense of pride um, but in terms of individual family um, beyond what I've just said I, I don't know that that's impacted me in ways that have had a significant impact on my life alright well thank you Andy anything else you would like to add or no I want to ask you a question <laughs> you were talking about uh, the impact that um, the, the ceremony, in a sense, we had when we went out to fill the dirt of, uh, of uh, Meriwether into the jars. Yeah, uh, to touch more on that, I would like to say <clears throat> it's like its significance to me was that it allowed the everybody in the group that's on the bus to learn more about how lynchings impacted people's like communities, family members. Uh, people who are close to the victims because as, as everybody stood in the circle around the jar and we were all filling it up with the soil from the site um, I think a lot of people like it hit them emotionally and it made them really realize that you know These are people who are being murdered without justifiable reasons <laughs> Just for either you know Just I don't know competing for resources or doing accomplishing things that they weren't supposed to accomplish during their time period knowing that there's these barriers to where like you can only accomplish so much before your life is at risk so um, so I mean that personal connection to me knowing that I'm just a young African-American student who's just trying to better myself I'm trying to gain an education like knowing that 60 years ago that like being an ambitious African-American would have costed me my life at some point or some people you know might have found me as a threat to their well-being 
it's just it's really eye-opening and knowing how much I should appreciate the opportunity to take advantage of all the opportunities that I get my education uh, the relationships that I'm able to build with people in our community and other communities as well it just that whole experience just made me want to I don't know it like almost like just share the experience more and like kind of let people know about how like lynchings didn't just stop like in the in the 60s or the 70s or not even the 80s you know the last the most up-to-date one that I've heard about is in 2015 and December of somebody from my own hometown so just knowing that I have to consciously be aware of how I like kind of move through society and how I uh, as I begin to climb my way up through um, it's either like the corporate world or just getting older in general like I kind of just have to be aware of uh, just the steps I take and make sure I don't necessarily take a step in the wrong direction because I feel like that's something that's very possible for other groups uh, a step in the wrong direction just allows you to redeem it provides you opportunity to redeem yourself but knowing that like a step in the wrong direction for me could cost me my life is very like so it gave you a greater sense of urgency yeah and knowing yeah I would say that for sure knowing that I have to um, just kind of think very deeply about how I want to impact the world without putting myself too much out there I want to do like I want to you know bring some kind of change to where people who look like me don't have to continue to feel targeted or feel attacked just because of who they are or what they look like. This is dedication for Trayvon Martin and every other family who may have lost one of their loved ones to violence. The pain that it caused them never can be wiped away. They killed Jesus Christ's way and took Martin Luther King's life away. But we shall overcome and just know justice will be served. Here's a question and more of a riddle. 17-year-old boy with iced tea and Skittles in his possession, followed by a man with a weapon driving in a car where the probable cause is threatening through racial profiling. So what's the suggestion? Call 911, then proceed with aggression. What's the reason you stressing if you got a gun and the unarmed 17-year-old ain't got one?